Welcome back. 1160 AM, The Quest, Atlanta's Catholic radio station. We are in day two of your the Celebrate Your Faith Spirit Drive, and we are grateful that you are listening. Can you also become part of the team and get us rolling by calling 678-688-4549? Again, that's 678-688-4549. And uh, we are we are just so incredibly grateful for each and every person who is tuning in and who's sticking with us through this. When we come and do these local pledge drives, we also get to invite into the studio really great guests. And this hour is no exception. Until 9 a.m., we're going to talk with Major General Tom Wessels and Bob Milan. Milani. Milani. And he's, they are going to tell us information about a wonderful organization called the Order of Malta. So we'll be able to, to find out more about this order during this hour. But we know that all good things begin with prayer. So would one of you be willing to lead us in a prayer for this hour? I'd be happy to. Thank you. Terry, the uh, knights and dames of the Order of Malta every day pray the daily prayer of the order. So allow me to do that. Lord Jesus. Thou hast seen fit to enlist me for thy service in the order of St. John of Jerusalem. I humbly entreat thee through the intercession of the Most Holy Virgin of Palermo, of St. John the Baptist, Blessed Friar Gerard, and all the saints, to keep me faithful to the traditions of our order. Be it mine to practice and defend the Catholic, the Apostolic, and the Roman faith against the enemies of religion. Be it mine to practice charity toward my neighbors, especially the poor and the sick. Give me the strength I need to carry out this my resolve, forgetful of myself, learning ever from thy holy gospel, a spirit of deep and generous Christian devotion, striving ever to promote God's glory, the world's peace, and all that may benefit the order of St. John of Jerusalem. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so a few housekeeping kind of things before we get rolling. We have this wonderful bell here. We want to ring the bell in celebration. We got to ring it at least twice for you guys so that you each get a chance. They'll come in, they'll take your picture, and uh, you get to, to ring it. We ring it whenever we get something called a founder. Okay, a founder is $100 a month for 36 months or one time $3,600. And uh, we had nine of those yesterday. So wow. we had um, Jul- Julie, Julietta, Denise, Janet, Betty, St. Bridget's Men's Club, Michael, Father Peak, and uh, Denise who all called in yesterday as a founder. And so we will, and um, we ring the bell for each of those. So every time that we get a founder here, then we ring the bell again. We also ring the bell every time we get to the $10,000 mark. So if we would get three founders, we could ring the bell four times because we would be over $10,000 and we get to ring it for each of the founders, okay? So those are the ways we ring the bell. We also have giving levels along the way. When you're a founder, then um, the uh, Quest Radio will give you a gift, give our listeners a gift, and it's called, um, they give out the Echo Dot for founders. Um, There's also giving levels. Anybody who calls in and makes a donation of any amount gets a prayer card of St. Gabriel because he's the patron of radio. He's the messenger, so he's the patron of of Catholic Radio um, as monthly donors. And we love, 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 love our monthly donors because it really, I mean, think about your budget. If you don't know how much is coming in, it's really hard to know 
what you can do and how you can grow. So when they have those monthly donors, they have a budget. And so it really is helpful. So if you can give monthly any amount, whether you're a founder at $100 a month, $25 a month, $5 a month, whatever it is, um, they will (laughs) give you a book of the hour. So every hour they're giving out a different book and they will mail you that book for all monthly donors. Um, And then each day we also are going to have a drawing for a blessed rosary from a holy site. And Annie, we need to see if we drew out for the rosary for yesterday and we can announce the name. That would be awesome. So every day at the end of the day, anybody who pledges at any amount goes into the drawing. Okay, so I think, oh, we also want to say, oh my goodness, I cannot forget this. A beautiful wonderful organization called Chick-fil-A provides us with breakfast every day. And you guys got to partake. I no got doubt. to partake. It's awesome. Their, their breakfast sandwich is amazing. The one that, that uh, donates to the radio station is on Woodstock Road in Roswell. So if you can frequent the Chick-fil-A in Roswell um, and help them and support them because they supported Catholic radio, that would be awesome. And I, you will not be disappointed with their sandwiches. My my favorite is for lunch is the spicy chicken sandwich. I love their spicy chicken sandwich. And I had never had their breakfast sandwiches until I came and did pledge drives in Atlanta. And they are amazing. So, all right. So Chick-fil-A, thank you. All right. So now we get to talk about um, the, the uh, Order of Malta. So can you, though, before we actually get into the Order of Malta, can we talk a little bit about you and your background? So we have, again, Major General Tom Wessels, and we have Bob Milani. And uh, so who would like to start first and just kind of give a little bit of a background? Well, I'll start. Uh, I'm the senior of the two military guys here. <laughs> uh, uh, Bob is actually from a military family, which he'll share with you in a moment. But uh, I had a parallel career of being in the Army and Army Reserves and with Merrill Lynch, and I retired from both those organizations a few years back. But along the way, I always participated in Catholic activities. I shared with you, Kelly, my experience at Benedictine College on the board and the foundation. There I helped start Legatus, the Catholic CEO organization here uh, in Atlanta, which is now prospering. And when I retired from the military, one of my buddies mentioned, Tom, you, you need to be in the Order of Malta. And I says, well, that's nice. What is the Order of Malta? The Sovereign Military Hospitaller Order of St. John of Jerusalem, Rhodes, and Malta, commonly referred to as the Order of Malta. And Bob Milani's our resident historian. He'll, he'll really kind of go into the history as much as anybody would like. But so I joined, I became a knight. It's a process. You have both knights and dames. And then uh, a number of years later, I became a knight of obedience, which is a, it's not a promotion. You just salute more and uh, <laughs> add, add some spirituality uh, to your life uh, and for the betterment. Of the order, I happen to also be on the board of the Federal Association. There's three associations in the United States, and I'm on the board of the Federal Association. But my main role is as president of Malteser International Americas. That's the order of relief for the Order of Malta. So I have 25 countries from 
Canada, the United States, Caribbean, and Central and South America. So I can get into those in a moment, so I'll turn it over to Bob, yeah. and he can give you an idea of his life and his interests. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Um, again, my name is Bob Milani. I am uh, one of seven children. I have a twin brother. Uh, my mom and dad were very devout Catholics. Uh, I was an Army brat. We moved 16 times in 21 years as a kid, and then uh, I was uh, awarded an Army ROTC scholarship and went to Loyola Chicago and Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, I was in the military for 12 years as an infantry officer in the United States Army. Um, and then I devoted my career in the last uh, 25 years to uh, the orthopedic business. I work for a company that manufactures and sells uh, artificial joints and uh, implants for uh, reconstructive surgery. Um, I came to the order through uh, one of my customers who was a neurosurgeon who knew of my son's difficulties. Um, my son is, has muscular dystrophy. He's actually at Blessed mm-hmm. Trinity High School. He's, we call him the mayor of BT because he's the class president there. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but he, um, he, went to, he was invited to go to Lourdes as a malad, what we call our sick people that we take to Lourdes. And uh, he, he went there with the hopes of a miracle. Uh, he wanted to have... Um, uh, his muscular dystrophy removed and, and cured. And uh, I came to understand and know the order through that that time. And uh, I watched my son go from a really down-on-his-luck kind of kid to one that's just made a, a full mental and emotional recovery from, from his illness. And, uh, mm. and Lord's and... And really, the Order of Malta changed that for me, and it was so inspiring that I thought I should continue on this journey. And up until that point in my life, I was just a, probably, I wouldn't say I was uh, a real devout Catholic. I was an active Catholic, but I wasn't really committed to doing a lot of the things that the the Order does. And I've fallen in love with the Order. I'm very excited about working with the Order and some of the projects. And on any given week, I don't really have to think about how I'm going to volunteer. The Order has so much going on that I can just jump in and participate at any level that I want, which I really like. So um, I'm very happy to be here today and and helping your your fun driving uh, initiative. Thank you. Ah, so good. And I love hearing um, my my husband and I met at a Jerry Lewis muscular dystrophy camp. We were both attendants there, no, so good. yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it holds a special place in my heart. The, those uh, those campers, they are amazing. So no, thank yeah, you, very very good. Okay, all right. So tell us some of the things that we've learned a little bit more about you, but but you both were attracted to the Order of Malta, and you know, can you just share with us a little bit about the works uh, of the Order of Malta? And maybe a little bit more about what actually enticed you to to give of your time. It sounds like you're both very, very busy people, but yet you're giving, I would assume, quite a bit of time um, to to the Order of Malta. So what is it that enticed you to do that? If you go to the uh, orderofmalta.int website, that's the main website for the Order of Malta, you'll see underneath the activities of the Order of Malta, and I'll refer to them uh, nominatively, and then Bob can kind of give you some history of all these things. But the, the works of the order include um, something called Holy Family Hospital in uh, Bethlehem. Uh, believe it or not, a hospital that's uh, been around since the, the 1990s, that 99% of the babies born there are actually Arab Muslim, even though this is a Catholic hospital, a very, very clean and efficient uh, Catholic hospital. That's endeared to a lot of Catholics because they like 
saving babies and they like having healthy babies born. Uh, we do not proselytize. Uh, it doesn't matter what the religion is. If we can help people, we'll do it. Another uh, organization activity they call the Global Fund for Forgotten People. It's an overarching organization with the Order of Malta that raises funds for all the different works. They even raised some funds for Maltese International, which I head up, which we're grateful for. And then because it started in, in Germany, uh, Maltese International has like over 40,000 volunteers around the world that do great things. These are in addition to the Knights and Dames. There are about 14,000 Knights and Dames in the world. We've got 4,500-ish or so in the United States among our three uh, particular uh, associations. And then the activity that I'm involved with the most is Malteser International, which has been around over 60 years, headquartered in Cologne, Germany, and I happen to head up the uh, uh, Americas for that. So those are the works of the order. All of them are fulfilling. Regardless of whether you're Catholic or not, you do good things for people, take care of the sick and the poor. So, Bob, why don't you give them an idea of what our two missions are and give them a little bit of history. And I'm going to interrupt you before you sure. do that because we get to pick up the bell. So I'm going to let uh, Major General Tom do the ringing because he's our founder. He's actually our founder. So, woo! You got to look at the camera. Smile, look at the camera and ring. Woo! All right. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. So thank you for, for not only giving of your time for the Order of Malta, for Catholic Radio being here with us today, um, but also giving of your treasure. So thank you. Thank you for all of that. So, woo, we have we start off the day with a founder, but we would sure love to get some more callers calling in. Number to call is 678-688-4549. Major General Tom Wessels just got the Echo Dot because he became a, a founder. So, woohoo, he gets an Echo Dot. Um, you know, you can donate it to uh, the Benedictine uh um, auction that they do, you there know, you go. there Good you idea. go. That's, there you go. So you don't want it. You donate it to, to them and they can auction it off. So, um, all right. So number to call again, six, seven, eight, six, eight, eight, four, five, four, nine, a pledge of any amount. If you want to join our other 10 people who have called in as founders, we love that. But I really think the, the bread and butter, I think of, of Catholic radio is the $30 a month donor. I think everybody most people, not everybody, but most people can come up with a dollar a day. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, for, for those who like uh, like Starbucks or something. Somebody told me once and it stuck with me. Well, all I got to do is is take my, my Starbucks coffee down one level. So instead of getting a large, I get a medium. I've got more than a dollar a day. So I think there's ways that we can figure out to sacrifice a dollar a day. So can you consider being a $30 a month donor? Um, the really, truly the monthly donors help Catholic radio so much. So if you can consider instead of doing, doing a one-time pledge, we love the one-time pledges too. We love money. Anyway, you'll give it to us. We love it. But, but to be able to pre-plan and know this is coming in really relieves all the stress for, for the radio station. If they know, they know this is how much we have coming in every month. So, um, give us a call 678 6884549 again we are in day 2 of our pledge drive we had um we're up now to $62,814 um i we were at like 56,000 yesterday so uh, we are just we're moving along and we are grateful so the number to give us a call again 678 688 
4549. Again, we are talking with Major General Tom Wessels and Bob Milani from the Order of Malta, and we are grateful that you are here. And we were going to talk with, with Bob a little bit about the, the history of sure. the Order. So the, the Order of Malta is actually the fourth oldest religious order in the Catholic Church, and in 2013 we actually celebrated our 900th anniversary in a Mass with Pope Benedict at the time. Uh, we... Uh, our charism is one of pilgrimage, and what one of our signature events that we do every year is we we take uh, a number of malads or sick people to uh, Lord France for uh, a pilgrimage, and it's a pilgrimage not just for the malads but for their companions and also for the members of the order. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, that's how I got to experience the order firsthand. Um, we uh, have three levels of knights and dames within our order. We actually have professed religious brothers uh, that take vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. And as Tom mentioned, he's a knight of second class, which is a, a, a knight of obedience. And then uh, most of the members are within the third class, which is we're, we're all trying to... Um, live out our, uh, our just be become better catholics more aligned to our faith and and really to seek our perfection within the church and so it's uh we participated at that level we actually started uh our history goes back to the 11th century the mid-11th century when when a brother by the name of gerard started a hospice in jerusalem and that hospice served uh people of faith and and others that went on pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 1113, Pope Paschal II actually granted uh, the uh, the order uh, a papal bull that basically said that you are now a sovereign entity and uh, you are uh, set up to, to function independently, but with church oversight but, uh, as a sovereign entity. And so we, we've maintained that. So we started as a hospital order, and then we morphed into a military order because we had to. And mm -hmm. then in 1798, we were just kind of fast forward on the history a little bit. We, uh, we lost control of the island of Malta during uh, Napoleon, uh, during when Napoleon came to Malta and, and essentially evicted us, uh, so we we lost our military um, uh, and, and gave up our military uh, calling, and mostly because we wouldn't take up arms against other Christians, and that's that's why we abandoned the military aspect of it. But we do have that military. Um, uh, kind of uh, history to our, our, our order, but we're not military in nature anymore. So now we're just dedicated to our mission. And I, I wish I, I was good at Latin. I would tell you exactly what <laughs> it is. Tuatio et obsequium paporum, which means to, to serve the sick and the poor and to mm -hmm. defend the faith. And so that's our that's our charism, and that's what we're trying to do now more than anything. And um, we we do a number of things all over uh, the world, as Tom mentioned, but we also do many things locally. So within the U.S., as Tom mentioned, there's three associations. Um, we're in the Federal Association, which is basically the southeast from Washington, D.C., and the, covering the southern United States and some other areas. Twenty-nine regions uh, within the Federal Association. Uh, each of us has our own signature projects that we can discuss, discuss that how we we uh, help out uh, within the Atlanta area and, and other things. And uh, it's, uh, it's uh, as I mentioned before, there's, there's so much of what uh, going on within our area that it's, it's, it's hard not to find something to fall in on every day and, and just participate with. So, but uh, uh, it's, it's a great institution, really love what we do and um, couldn't be more thrilled to be here. Mm -hmm. And, and what, what uh, wonderful work to really, um, 
just just build up the church in mm-hmm. in this way. A- am I am I thinking this through correctly that the Order of Malta is the one that usually comes in all dressed in black, you know, to to the you know special masses whenever they're they're there, like ordinations and things. You it's it's yeah. The the knights and dames uh, do have a black uh, cape or cassock. Uh, cassock. Yes. Mm-hmm. It makes um, a great impression when you all pro- process <laughs> in. You know, we're all going, yeah. Yeah, and know. we actually have yeah. a work uniform that we yeah. wear when we go to Lourdes and, and another pilgrimage that I'll talk about, Our Lady of Good Help. And um, yeah, it, it stands out. But we know the Red Cross in the United States, we are the White Cross mm. around the world. Mm. We're the Order of Relief for the Order of Malta, so disasters and unfortunate circumstances uh, we show up mm-hmm. and a lot of people in europe know the order of malta because it's been going on for over well many years there uh, initially some of the members the knights and dames were of royalty you know bob is royal and i'm <laughs> no we are just good faithful catholics who, who got an interest in the in the order of malta but in the united states uh, we know the Red Cross, we know Catholic Charities, we know have heard of Catholic Relief Services, but the Order of Malta is is gaining branding, so to speak, and Malteser International, because of our works around the world, is also uh, doing that. But locally, Monsignor Dillon, Ed Dillon from Holy Spirit, started the Order of Malta back in the 90s, and we probably got about 60 members here in Atlanta. Our local projects, and I'll kind of go from reverse of, of late, we've been assisting the Covenant House. You've heard of the Covenant House around the country. Uh, we do have a Covenant House location on Johnson Road here in Atlanta. And once a month, our crew shows up and prepares dinner for the younger people who stay at the at the Covenant House. And Kelly, uh, or one of your staff, was talking earlier about a homeless person who just wanted some fruit. Mm. I was amazed you go to the Covenant House and these kids are getting this nice meal. Most of them want fruit and salad, something they don't get because they don't have a regular livelihood of eating and whatever. They want some healthy stuff. So it's really amazing. It is. It's It's expensive, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. So the Covenant House and then um, the Pregnancy Aid Center of Atlanta, which is a great organization, which the Order of Malta in Atlanta has been a big sponsor and supporter of, along with Knights of Columbus and some of the churches. Uh, We just recently had our gala uh, last week. Uh, we raised some some funds for the Pregnancy Aid Center. They've got two locations, one on the north side and one on the south side. And this is a place where ladies that happen to be uh, pregnant can come in and actually have an ultrasound. They can see their baby, and, and a good number of them, once they see the baby in uh, their uh, womb, they decide to keep the baby, which is great. Uh, the Pregnancy Aid Center on the south side is located two doors down from an abortion clinic. And some people on their way to that clinic happen to stop in at our facility because it says Pregnancy Aid. And they come in and mm-hmm. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, since uh, Roe v. Raid, there's been over a million babies that have just, you know, been killed. It's it's a shame. Pregnancy Aid Center of Atlanta does, does great work. Uh, we've been involved with the uh, Solidarity Center or Catholico Hispanico uh, a subset of Holy Spirit Catholic Church up on Roswell Road and, and 285, a Hispanic community. And we actually have volunteers that go there every week and sit down with the younger kids who are beginning to learn English and what have you. And, and 
it is so adorable to sit down with them and say, well, I'm a doctor, I'm a nurse. And you explain what that is in English and the kids learn something from that. And they also ask questions and learn uh, the language better. uh, And And I'm going to interrupt you there just for a minute to give out the number. And I'm also going to talk about that story about the fruit because that person (laughs) who did it is probably driving right now and listening because that's where he was inspired yesterday from. So the number to call 678-688-4549, 688-4549. We are at $3,600 today so far, and that's through the generosity of Major General Tom Wessels, who's our guest right now, along with Bob Milani, and uh, became a, a, a founder. And so that's our $3,600. So we're still waiting for that first phone call of the day to come in. So can you call and make a pledge? And, and uh, also, if you want to send a shout-out to Major General Tom Wessels and Bob Milani, whether or not you can make a pledge, it doesn't matter. Send a shout out to them. Let them know that, that you hear them and that you appreciate the work that they are doing through the Order of Malta. So feel free to call in and just give a shout out if you can't make a pledge. Maybe you've already made a pledge and you still want to just call and say, hey, we hear you and we appreciate what you're doing. So please do that. Um, I do want to briefly um, give the story that, that we had on Instagram, I think it was, um, from someone who was driving to work yesterday and listening to Catholic Radio. And they said that they were really inspired by our guest that was on the air at the time, uh, Dave Sloan. Golly, thank you. Um, Dave Sloan, I only interviewed 11 people yesterday, so Dave, I'm sorry that I forgot that name. Um, but he was listening to Dave Sloan on the radio and uh, was inspired by his message. Dave was a, a homeless person himself and uh, now was doing lots of great work for the church and for the homeless. And the person driving was really inspired by his story about really seeing the face of Christ in in everyone, including the homeless. And they saw somebody out that was, you know, that was homeless. And so they stopped and they gave them the snacks that they had in their car. And then they realized they needed to do more. So they went and met him in a, a grocery store parking lot and took him in and said, what do you want? I'll buy you what you do. You need medicine. Do you need this? And he said, I can't take very much. You know, I only have a backpack that I'm carrying around, but he asked for fruit. He said, and that, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that I think our homeless just don't get, you know, and, and as a person who drives around the city and sees, you know, homeless often, you know, in the summer, of course, you want to take like a bottle of water or something you can give them. I, you know, I had never really thought about keeping fruit in my car, but you could keep some apples or something that, sure. you know, and, and, you know, then you have something to give. I interview people a lot about the homeless, and sometimes I'll ask, you know, should we give money? And, the you know, you get mixed answers from different people, have different opinions. I think the most common one that I hear is give the money to the organizations that help the homeless and make sure that it, you know, is put to the right use and then give them the information of where they can go and get that help is, is kind of the common, yeah. you know. But I love the <laughs> idea. And then, you know, but mostly, too, see, you know, give them eye contact, see them as a person, show them that that uh, you see their dignity, even when, you know, they're smelly or dirty or or whatever it is, really give them, you know, that that 
respect that they deserve because they're made in the image of, of mm-hmm. God. And so we need to, to recognize that. So anyway, but thank you to that person who sent us that testimony and so that they were touched. Thank you to Dave Sloan who came on and, and gave that testimony. And now we're going to go back uh, to our guests now, who is Major General Tom Wessels and Bob Milani. They are from the Order of Malta. They are also doing lots and lots and lots of good. And we're finding out more about that as we as we go through. And so we'll continue back to that. We would sure love to get the phones ringing. 678-688-4549-678. Woo, I hear a call. 678-688. Maybe that's my calling out. I don't know. 678-688-4549. Come on, give us a call. We want to we wanna really uh, get the phones ringing and start out strong this morning. We absolutely start out strong with our first founder, who is Major General Tom. Um, so give us a call, 678-688-4549. Now we can go back to, to I interrupted you. No so, problem. Yeah. You know, you, we talk about the things that we support via the Order of Malta, whether it's Covenant House, Pregnancy Aid Center, Central College, the Solidarity Center. Um, there's another one called Prison Ministry, mm. what we have really gotten engaged in. In fact, there's 29 regions in the Federal Association, and 27 of them now have a prison ministry apostolate. And you take care of prisoners who don't really have much we take some bibles to them we talk to them just like the homeless people need to have conversations with people outside of a prison uh but then we've added to that an overlay of helping the people who work at the prison that's a pretty strenuous life having to deal with uh, conflict and, and, and dangerous people and what have you so we've added an additional ministry of working with that people actually work in the prisons. But I would add, speaking of raising money, all these organizations, we support them, but they on their own need the support. So if you're interested in those particular organizations, yes. look them up on the website and uh, please help them. Uh, the biggest thing we're known about, and, and Bob and his family went there, was the Lord Pilgrimage, which we go every year uh, to Lord France. And I would encourage anybody uh, who, who has not been there, it is a very, very prayful uh, insightful, delightful experience. Many churches that you can go to, but just seeing the, the people, uh, the joy uh, of being there is, is worth the visit. Um, there's another pilgrimage most people don't know about in the United States called Our Lady of Good Help. It's located outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin. And the Order of Malta has been very, very uh involved in getting that up on the ground. I'll be there for the fourth time this August, and we're actually going to be helping with some construction to have some medical facilities there because it was not really handicapped capable uh, when we first started uh, going there. In general, if you may, uh, that was uh, approved as a Marian apparition site uh, by the U.S. uh, CCB back, I believe, in 2015. So it's part of our pilgrimage journey. And uh, so we do uh, we do visit there uh, yearly in August as as an organization. Yeah, yeah. Bishop Ricken of Green Bay, when he came from Wyoming to Green Bay and he started hearing about this thing, he'd never heard about it as most of us hadn't. Uh-huh. He looked into it, and yes, it's been approved, and it is a pilgrimage site, which is great. So I want to delve into those a little bit more, but let's go ahead and finish with with your. The only other thing that I would say that we do regularly are retreats. Uh, we just had. Uh-huh. Uh, a retreat out of Holy Spirit Monastery here in Atlanta uh, last weekend, and we do that two, three times a year. And then if you're in obedience uh, like I am, you're supposed to have one or two, three to five day retreats a year, which uh, I've been faithful to do, which are very 
uh, rewarding. So I guess, Bob, can you think of other things yeah, that we're doing locally? Yeah, so there, this is necessary locally, but more regionally. We do home, home rebuilding. So we were, as part of Hurricane Katrina, we spent many years in the wake of that uh, disaster in New Orleans doing a home building project for a week, week at a time. And that now has morphed into Lafayette, uh, Louisiana, where they had significant catastrophic flooding in 2016. So we are participating in We have a region there, then we help that region out through home building projects there as well. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good summary, Tom. I think yeah, you got super. It. Lots, oh my goodness, lots of, lots of great works. To, so I'll go quickly through this list. Uh, local, besides what you do internationally, here's the local list. Covenant House, Pregnancy Aid Center, Solidarity, Solidarity Center, Prison Ministry, both to prisoners and to the workers at the prison, Lord's Pilgrimages, Our Lady of Good Help Pilgrimages, Retreats, and Rebuilding of Homes and Helping mm-hmm. Those in Disaster yeah. Areas. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's, good that's summary, really- uh, local. And because we've got members involved in various churches here in Atlanta, who knows things that come up, if we can assist, uh, we will. And uh, giving service is part of our uh, our, our goal, our mission, as, as Bob's good Latin was, uh, <laughs> fide, uh, def- nurture, know, and defend the faith. So hopefully we're going to Mass frequently, going to confession, and uh, walking the good talk as a, as a Catholic yeah. should. And I will say with all of these projects, and I participate in the prison ministry, I have been fundamentally changed as a person because of that, not because of what I'm doing. It's what I'm getting back from the prisoners and how much they just love to converse and talk and tell you about what's going on and give you counsel to your own problems, uh, which is it's, it's been a very unique experience, uh, more so than any that I participated in. Uh, completely different level from Lords and, and other things, but it's just on a one-on-one basis with these prisoners and and just seeing the, the changes and how much they really appreciate just getting a letter or a card in the mail. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, been, it's been life-changing for me to participate in that ministry. And, and can you, um, I don't want to get too personal if you don't want to share personal, so you can absolutely not answer. But I'm just, can you give us like a specific <laughs> way that it has changed you and moved you, something specific? Uh, it's just, well, I, I would say that it's just made me more aware that prisoners are real people with real problems that have had some unfortunate luck either by their own actions or by other things that have happened to them. But they're as down to earth as any family member. They're just, they're they're like my some of my best friends in terms of how I communicate. So what I've learned from them is that these are just people that really need outreach and, and uh, affection and love in their lives and that they know, to know somebody cares about them. They are really the forgotten people in our, in our, uh, in our country. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's compl- again, it's just completely opened me up from what I thought going into prison ministry. Uh, it's just, it's completely evolved, just made me think a little bit differently than I would. And I'm always amazed at how different my expectations are going or my expectations are going into some how, how they evolve and change almost to 180 degrees from anything i participate in mm-hmm. um so and, and the prison ministry is one of those things and i've spoken briefly about lords and how that changed my son's life i mean he went there it's a week-long pilgrimage being involved in church and the rosary and i mean there's nothing more profound than being in pro- procession 
a candlelight procession with 20,000 of your close Catholic friends singing Ave Maria at a twilight service. It is just phenomenal. And to participate that in that is just uh, is overwhelming. But then to see what happens to the people there. My son came back. He was 10 years old. And he goes, you know, Dad, I didn't get the physical miracle I wanted, but I got the mental miracle I needed. And I think that's what Lord's does. It just changes people. And uh Oh, wow. For a 10-year-old to be able to articulate that. He was a star when he was there. God (laughs) bless Jack. He was a star. Sounds like he still is, the mayor of BT. I mean, you know, don't get any better than that. It sounds like he definitely is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's because of that at his 10 that he's now the mayor of BT. You know, it's it's all tied together. Yeah, and Our Lady is is amazing. She sure is. So... Uh, yeah. So, wow. You know, and, and you're right. I can't, I truly can't imagine that just the, the power of that. And for him, you know, some people might be bitter, might, you know, say I didn't get a healing, you know, I I don't believe in any of this stuff, you know, it just, you know, but no, our lady really touched his heart and gave him. Just opened up so many doors for him and the people that he's met and, it's just a phenomenal experience. If you've never had an opportunity to go on pilgrimage to go, my entire family has been, not necessarily with the Order of Malta, but my wife's gone, my daughter's gone with her with her high school. Mm. Um, my son has gone as a Malad, and myself as a companion. I will return again for my third uh, pilgrimage this May. I'm very excited about participating mm. uh, again. And uh, and again, the, the, you can do this locally, too, at Our Lady of Good Hope Help in um in mm. in Wisconsin in August, if you if you'd like as well. So, mm. um, but just a, just an incredible opportunity to serve and being in part of the Order of Malta and all that we do. It's just mm. it's a, it's really overwhelming and it really gives me a great sense of pride to mm. be able to participate with this group. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question and then um, give out the phone number and do a little bit of begging, and then uh, we'll uh, come back to it and you can answer. So I'll give you a minute to think about the the question. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the Our Lady of Good Hope or Good Help and um, in Wisconsin, that's more doable for, for pretty much everybody can, you know, somehow get to, to Wisconsin, you know, maybe not able to get to Lourdes, but can certainly get to, to Wisconsin. So let's talk about the apparition that occurred there and um, what you experience when you actually go there. So I'll let you think about that. The number to call is 678 688 678 Six eight eight four five four nine. Love, love, love to get the phones ringing. We need your help. We are at uh, $4,220 so far for today. Um, and we have one founder, and that was General Tom Wessels, Major General Tom Wessels. And we are grateful for his becoming a founder. Can you be a founder? Can you give $100 a month for 36 months? Can you join Julie, Julietta, Denise, Janet, Betty, St. Bridges Men's Club, Michael, Father Peak, Denise, and Major General Tom um, to, to give at that level? Or can you give at whatever level the Holy Spirit is calling you to give at? What can the Holy Spirit do with your treasure through the airwaves? Really just stop and think about it. Think about, you know, maybe what you were like you know, Catholic Radio has only been around in Atlanta for about a year. Um, maybe you started listening whenever it started a year ago. Are you more patient? Are you more kind? Are you more knowledgeable about your faith? 30, 
about 31%, I think, of, of listeners who responded to a survey about Catholic Radio said that it had saved their marriage. Not just changed it, but saved it. Can it, you know, has it really, and I've talked to people who have said my marriage was saved. I would be divorced right now if it wasn't for what I heard on Catholic Radio. It has the ability to really change, make us more knowledgeable, and really strengthen our faith. We got a call yesterday from someone who was uh, entering the church, right? Was it was it entering? They were going to enter the church because of what they were hearing. They'd been listening for a year, and they were entering the Catholic Church because of what they were hearing on Catholic Radio. That is amazing. 50% of our listeners are not Catholic. 25% are fallen away Catholic. So the rest of us, the other 25% of us are practicing until we get it right. So, you know, the way we practice is we keep listening and we keep getting stronger and we keep growing. And uh, so it really is something for everyone. So please, you know, if you can support that, the only way that Catholic Radio can stay on the air is if we have the financial support of our listeners. Carol, she stepped out in faith and she got it all rolling. She really got it all started, but she doesn't have, uh, well, I don't know what her financial situation is, but she probably doesn't have the money necessarily to keep it on the air every day. And it's really about all of us linking arms, joining hands, and really making it happen. So can you be part of the team? Can you join at whatever level that you can give at? Monthly donors are amazing, whether that's $10 a month, $30 a month, $100 a month, whatever it is, that's amazing. There are people out there listening, I'm convinced, who could give much more than the $3,600. So whatever it is that you can give, whatever level, maybe you want to call in as a matching funds person and say, I will match dollar for dollar everybody who calls in. Whatever you can do, just give us a call. We need your help, and we would love it if you would give us a call, 678-688-4549. Again, we are talking with Major General Tom Wessels and Bob Milani. They are from the Order of Malta, a wonderful organization that is doing so much good here locally in our church as well as internationally, and we're grateful to find out more about the Order. I want to make sure before you leave that we also tell our listeners how they can join the Order of Malta, but I think I asked you the question about the pilgrimage site, Our Lady of Good Help. So, Yes, um, Prior to jumping into that, I, I would just say to our listeners that uh, I'm familiar with the Relevant Radio and, and the founders, and it, it's taken a lot of contributions and family commitment to keep that going. Yep. I've been on EWTN. Uh, I knew Sister Angelica met with her. I've been on EWTN live with uh, Father Mitch Pacwa mm. telling the story about Malteser International Americas. All those things take funding. Yes. So open up your heart and your pocketbook. As Father uh, Mitch said, along with your utility bills, go ahead and put a little additional <laughs> yeah. for your particular yeah. Catholic charity. Lady of Good Help. Uh, Bob and I mentioned Lourdes. Uh, most of us know about Bernadette and, and uh, the pilgrimages and what have you. In 1858 in, in Lourdes, uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary appeared. Surprisingly enough, in 1859 in Wisconsin, our Lady appeared to a young uh, Belgian-American. The family had moved from Belgium. Her name is, uh, was Adele Bryce. And uh, Adele had been injured prior to coming to America. She had lost a portion of uh, one of her eyes. And she really kind of wanted to be involved with the church. And she kept looking, and the family needed her to work the land. You know, they're coming into this 
a raw territory and they got to chop down the trees and build homes and everything and farm. Well, she ended up working, going around um, to people's home and cleaning them. And the Virgin Mary um, appeared to her and says, go out and spread the faith. Mm-hmm. So that's like to each you if today, defend the faith, nurture the faith, know your faith. And she said, I will clean your home if you would allow me to teach the catechism to your children. Well, that's a nice story. But the big story is you've heard of the Chicago fire, which destroyed back in, in uh, the early uh, 1860s uh, a good portion of Chicago. But in Wisconsin, it called the Peshtigo fire. It, it burned thousands and hundreds of thousands of acres of timberland. Interesting enough, in Champion, Wisconsin, the fire engulfed everything except where Adele Bryce's family and church mm-hmm. was. The people came into the church to pray that hopefully they may be saved from this catastrophe. They have pictures show that on the outside of the fence around the church, it's charred. On the inside of the fence, nothing happened. Mm. Uh, And again, Bishop Rickon went through all the things you need to do (laughs) to get an approval of pilgrimage and what have you. And again, uh, you can drive to Chicago, fly to Chicago, drive up to Green Bay three hours or whatever. You can fly into Green Bay. it's worth it, and it's going to be allured eventually. It's getting larger and larger and larger, and we're putting the infrastructure in to make sure that uh, handicapped and uh, other sick people can go there uh, as well. Any other thing on a lady of good help, Bob? That you uh, no, I think you covered it very well, Tom. Good. Mm, very good. And so this apparition was many years ago, but the the actual site of pilgrimage is new. It's fairly new. Yeah, they've had a church there for the number of years, but even Bishop Ricken, when he got there, he says, what is this? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then they investigated and did all the things, dot the I's and cross the T's to I get approved you. by the mm-hmm. uh, uh, local people uh, around Green Bay don't even know. I mean, I, I lived in Wisconsin for a number of years, had an office in Green Bay that worked for me. I, I hadn't heard about it, yeah. but it's picking up momentum and it's growing. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. I think our our diocese, because I come from Kansas City, I think um, our bishop took the seminarians on sure. a on a site is years ago because it was when my son was in seminary, um, and I still don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Is that terrible? My son went there, I think, but uh, <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about it. So yeah, yeah, that's terrible. All right, so thank you for for really. So is there a website for that that people can go to? Uh, our Lady Good Help dot com. Yeah, okay, they can do All that. Right. Yeah, so they could do that. All right, so what? Uh, I'm going to ask the question again, and then. Um, Give out the number. What does it take to join the Order of Malta? So I'm sure that you've you've piqued some interest out there. I, you know, certainly I want you to help Catholic Radio. I do, but I think this is an organization that that you can help as well. They are doing lots of good. Um, we also, I think, offer public service announcements for you know if you have things that are mm-hmm. that are going on that you want you know to get a PSA on the air. Um, you know, talk with Carol about that. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a hand-in-hand thing. It's not either or, it's both. You know, we really, God has enough money. It's just in each of our mm-hmm. pockets. And, you know, so we got to yeah. give some back some of that treasure, but there's enough to go around to all the organizations. So it really is a, a hand-in-hand kind of work. But we'll talk about what does it take to, to join the Order of Malta. But first, I got to give out the number. We are at $4,220. We would absolutely love it if we could start getting some more phone calls coming in. A number to call is 678 
4549. Can you give a one-time pledge? Can you give a monthly pledge? Um, can you become a founder? Whatever level it is that you are being called to give at, that's what we want. We don't want you to do any more or any less. Um, you know, and sometimes it takes just, you know, giving a little bit, much less than what you're capable of giving to really see the effects. I, somebody calls it getting your toe wet. You know, just get, just get called in and get your toe wet. Just put, you know, one, one toe in the water and, and really the blessings are abundant. And all of a sudden it goes from being the Catholic radio station to being my Catholic radio station. And when you invest in Catholic radio, you listen more. And so it starts changing your life. And so I would really, really encourage each and every person to call in and, and make a pledge. And, you know, it's only through, you know, Carol getting it started and then all of us keeping it going by donating that we have these lives being changed. The person calling in and saying they're entering the Catholic Church because of Catholic radio. The person whose, you know, life was changed. He wrote a very long testimonial last night because of how he had been changed through the interview that he heard. Those are only possible because of your generosity and you calling in at 678-688-4549 and giving generously to Catholic Radio. So can you really just just consider how you can be a part in order to help keep Catholic Radio strong in Atlanta? All right, we're talking with Major General Tom Wessels. We're talking with Bob Milani. They are from the Order of Malta. So what does it take to join this, this wonderful order that does so much good? Well, the first thing you should realize, it is a religious order. It's a religious lay order, and Bob said it's the fourth oldest religious order. So not everybody's going to raise their hand to join a religious order. <laughs> and you've got to realize that because once you raise your hand, it is a lifetime commitment to be a knight or a dame. And as a result... It's, we're normally referred by other people who may be affiliated with the Order of Malta or some chaplains of the Order of Malta uh, think that there might be a, a good match. Um, we are giving. Uh, we are traveling. Uh, we are expending money at your local, regional. You're expending money for your uh, association. Ours happens to be the, uh, the federal. And you're also spending and giving money for the overall order of Malta, and in my case, Malteser International and Malteser International Americas. So it is a financial commitment as well as a service commitment in a religious lay order, mm. religious lay order. Um, if, if the things we've talked about, our local activities here in the Atlanta appeal to people, uh, they can reach out to their parish priest. They can call Bob or I. They can reach us at the Holy Spirit. Um, the staff there is familiar because that's where the local order here in Atlanta started, and we can pick up and do some interviewing or, or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have the opportunity to take a military to, to talk about my particular interest because as president of Maltese International Americas, again, it's the branding thing. We're trying to bring that uh, to Americas and what have you. Um, 25 countries, Canada, the United States, the Caribbean, and Central and South America, uh, our main projects are in Haiti, and we've been in Haiti since 2010 when the earthquake came, and then the uh, unfortunate sickness that came after that. Uh, uh, we've been in Colombia. In fact, the Georgia Bulletin, for those listening who happen to be in the greater Atlanta area, the Georgia Bulletin, the latest issue has Colombia, Malteser International, helping the Venezuelan refugees. And if you listen to the news, 
We've had over a million, a million and a half people have come from Venezuela into northern Colombia, and that's one of our, our main areas. Uh, our Lady's been there with them. Because we're, well. we're expecting our, our our statue from Our Lady of Fatima got tied up in Colombia because of all the, the it, refugees. It and is. So I, think I, I took my board them. there two weeks ago. Yeah. So we were just recently back. Yeah. I unfortunately was not able to take them into the area where we are working because the embassy said don't go there because of the mm. uh, all the people and the violence and what have you coming in. We also were in Mexico City. We help in Peru. Uh, you know, we helped in Houston. We helped in the United States <clears throat> in the southeast uh, over the last couple of years. We've been in Puerto Rico, uh, Virgin Islands. And th- those that would be interested <clears throat> in that quasi-international aspect from the Americas, uh, we have a newsletter called On the Spot. And it will be sent out about once a month, just to give you an idea what's going on in the Americas. And you can get that by going to our website, Order of Malta Relief. Dot org order of malta relief dot org and for your social conscious people we have the twitters and the facebooks of the world that you can go on there and uh also bring down daily uh things and i i need to learn more about that because i'm often quoted there and i went how did i get there <laughs> so we're trying to help people live healthier dignified lives with we with the work we do in Malteser, but all the activities of the order, whether they're local to Atlanta or around the world, it's it's for the betterment of society. It doesn't matter what the race, creed, or... And, and to that point, we have many volunteers that just want to be associated with the order and its works. Uh, so if anyone wants to come out and just learn more and volunteer, you can certainly do that. We also have an auxiliary. We have actually one of the most vibrant and largest auxiliaries in the country. Uh, these are folks that are usually between the ages of 21 and 40 who share in our ideals, but they haven't necessarily made that discernment to become a knight or a dame and, uh, or have been invited to do so. So, but many of our knights and dames came through the auxiliary and became, uh, uh, knights and dames, but if they they do like to participate in our region's projects, and they actually have their own projects uh, like uh, blanket making and for lords and things like that that they do, but uh, they they fully participate alongside of us in many in much of the work that we do, but mm-hmm. but again haven't made that full commitment to the religious order that uh, others have made. Uh, but again, anybody can volunteer. We have, I think, 40,000 volunteers uh, internationally mm-hmm. that, that, that participate alongside the 13,000 or 14,000 knights and dames that we have. Plus, we also employ 42,000 people through all of the f- different hospitals that we uh, we run and uh, things like that. So um, I will say, too, on Tom's uh, Malteser International, you see the eight-pointed cross. What's symbolic of that cross is the eight beatitudes. So each one of those points is a beatitude, and that we're constantly working and striving to perfect in our own um, uh, spirituality. Uh, that's great, and uh, maybe I could finish up with a prayer. When it comes point, I can talk about the eight pointed cross and what it means to those in the Order of Malta and related to the beatitudes. Um, one of the auxiliary members who became a knight within the last two years is a fellow by the name of Jay Tremonti. And Jay was, was on, on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quest talking about his initiative called Venture with Virtue. Yes. Uh, so Jay was a younger person, and now he's a, he's still young compared to Bob and I. But, um, <laughs> Speak for uh, yourself. He's out there. <laughs> he's out there. I, I'm as young as between my ears. You know. And uh, he's doing good work uh, there, but there's lots of great people. Our hospitaller, uh, Lynn Mullaney, 
was auxiliary for a number of years, and then she became a dame, and now she's leading as hospitaller our, our order and has actually been given some additional duties on the Federal Association. So we're proud of everybody in the greater Atlanta uh, region for the Order of Malta. Excellent. Okay, well, I just got a note in here. Um, we talked earlier about the man who who helped the homeless person sure. because of what he heard. His name is John, and the person who he helped was named Luke. How cool is that? <laughs> um, so we have John and we have Luke, and John called in and donated $100 because of... Um, what he had heard and, and how it had awesome. moved his heart. So I wanted to, to say thank you to John again and thank you for, for listening and thank you for now becoming part of the team and thank you, thank you, thank you for, for putting what you hear into practice. It wasn't just, uh, you know, words that, that are heard and forgotten. It really resonated with him and he put it into practice. And, and so thank you, John, for, for listening and for responding. Um, and thank you to, to our two guests now. We have Major General Tom Wessels, who's the president of Maltese International. We have Bob Milani. What, I didn't even ask what your role is with us. With, uh, I am a simple knight. He uh, is a <laughs> great, not simple. He's probably a great knight. A great knight, servant. Right? A great absolutely. servant. Absolutely. Well, I, I, am in, I do run the formation committee, so if anybody is interested in learning more about mm-hmm. how to become a knight or dame, they can reach out to me. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And okay. so they can just go, you said which parish should they call uh, Holy Spirit and Buckhead, and mm-hmm. they can get you in touch. Yeah, um, they can they can they make just, the connection. Con- literally, they'll connect with uh, the gal uh, by the name of Jackie. There, that will will give them all the information that they need. I I really encourage our listeners to to really check this out because you guys you're doing tremendous good, really a lot of good. So Thank so you. I really would encourage any of our listeners to to check it out and see if it's something that that you can be a part of. We only have about a minute left. And something that I learned that I didn't know is that it's actually a lay order, much like It the, is a religious A religious lay order. order. A religious, religious first, lay order. And then we have lay volunteers right. and what have you. Oh, okay. Because I first, did not realize. Yeah, the first degree are fras. Okay. And they are the religious. As obedience, I'm not religious. I'm a little bit more obedient mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. And then our knights and dames are just good Catholic volunteers. Mm-hmm. But the religious, the fras of the world, that's why it is a religious order. So it's, it, I just to make sure that I'm hearing correctly, it would be along the same lines of like the the lay order of the Carmelites or the lay order of the Dominicans. Okay, Is it the and same you've got thing? the Benedictines and others, yeah, yeah. but it's a, more than that because it's religious order. Okay, yeah. so that's what's unique about the order of Malta. Okay. It is a religious lay order. Yeah. Excellent. A, yeah. Okay, all right. So anyway, go to. Uh, orderofmaltarelief.org if you want to find out more information, if you want to get the on-the-spot newsletter, um, or call Holy Trinity Parish. Uh, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit Parish. Sorry about that. Um, And uh, get connected with uh, Major General Tom Wessels or with Bob Milani and uh, find out more information if you want to do that. We are out of time, ready to go to a break, but yes, go ahead. Okay, I would just say orderofmaltafederal.org is our website. Orderofmaltafederal.org. And Malta is M-A-L-T-A, just like it sounds, phonetically correct. So um, if you want to find out more information, those are the places to go. We'll let you end with prayer, and then we'll go to a break, and we'll be back on the other side of the break with Father Louis Rabeda. Am I saying that right? Anybody know? Okay. So we'll find out more uh, um, when we come back. All right. Okay. Okay. The eight-pointed cross, the Maltese cross, has been used since the First Crusade. The eight points have several meanings. They represent the eight original areas of Europe 
that had members in the order. Those are set forth in the previous uh, as langues or languages. The eight points also represent the obligations of knights and dames of the order. These obligations include to live in truth, to have faith, to repent one's sins, to give proof of humility, to love justice, to be merciful, to be sincere and wholehearted, and to endure persecution. They also represent the eight Beatitudes, and we all know from St. Matthew uh, the eight Beatitudes. And if I have time, may I read them? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we know the eight Beatitudes go <laughs> yeah. to Matthew's Gospel. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Yeah, yeah. And do you want to end with a prayer? Is there a prayer that you'd like to end with? or, or uh... yeah. I'll just pray the daily order again because it tells what we do. Okay. Lord Jesus, thou hast seen fit to enlist me for thy service in the order of St. John of Jerusalem. I humbly entreat thee through the intercession of the Most Holy Virgin of Palermo, St. John Baptist, Blessed Far Gerard, and all the saints, to keep me faithful to the traditions of our order. Be it mine to practice and defend the Catholic, the Apostolic, the Roman faith against the enemies of religion. Be it mine to practice charity toward my neighbors, especially the poor and the sick. Give me the strength I need to carry out this my resolve, forgetful of myself, learning ever from thy holy gospel a spirit of deep and generous Christian devotion, striving ever to promote God's glory the world's peace, and all that may benefit the order of St. John of Jerusalem. God bless all for participating in this great fun drive. Thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay, so again, we are going to the break, and uh, the number to call is 678-688-4549.